pleasure having you as the first podcast man cool cool thanks man yeah it's uh it's nice to be here uh definitely i'm uh, ready to go a little nervous you know first uh first time ever doing this and it's uh you know it is a little uh crazy i guess but yeah i always wanted to do something like this you know yeah man i thought you'd be really interesting because uh you have a unique experience and that has shaped your reality and i thought it'd be interesting to have you on man yeah, no, boy, it's like I went through, you know, a lot in my life. And uh, even though I'm still kind of young, I, I kind of feel that way, you know. Uh, but, uh, you know, yeah, I went through a lot of stuff and in, in already through like throughout life. And uh, it definitely changes like your, you know, uh, perspectives. And, you know, it's 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 life. Yeah. All the stuff that I've been through, it's just life changing. Yeah, man. So tell me a little bit about your upbringing. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, I was, I mean, originally I was born in Mexico, uh, you know, uh, that was brought here when I was 10 years old, but, uh, you know, going back, uh, it was great. You know, it was, uh, as much as far as much as I can remember, it was, uh, so much fun just living, uh, down there, complete freedom, you know, uh, you know, it's way different or it was way different than here. You know, I had to, it took me a while to get used to even being here, you know, but just living over there is a complete, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a complete uh, different story than here. Yeah. Uh, and, and I believe that you were not living in the city, right? You were living more like in the mountains. Yeah. I mean, it's like more like a ranch farm, uh, style of living, you know, uh, you know, more yeah, like in the wild, pretty much, and uh, you know, small house here, small house there. And how do you survive? Like, if if you're not in the city and there's not like uh, readily available jobs, like how do you guys make money and maintain a livelihood? Well, you know, it's uh, over there. So like you work for everything. You work for, uh, you know, for what you for for your food. You work for uh, your, you know, uh, by doing stuff like that. Uh, you, my grandpa. Um, worked hard to buy some land and luckily we were uh you know we had some good land to to live off of and you know we had animals and all that and uh not a lot of people had that you know a lot of people were you know i guess we were like the with the people that had a little bit more than anybody you know because most people didn't have anything and it's uh it was hard you know it was hard for us but you know i could just imagine other people you know we had horses we had you know all of our animals sheep uh goats pigs all that you know and um other people didn't you know and it was it was fun uh you know growing up you know uh with the animals and and uh you know we obviously lived off of them too you know uh but yeah you we worked uh the land so like uh planting um or growing uh, corn and beans and everything like your vegetables uh that's crazy yeah. man and you said that your your grandfather father had a little bit of money right and 
I believe that he only had one arm, right? He only had one arm. Yeah, yeah. He he was uh, as a as a young kid. He um, he had a, a pretty bad experience uh, with the sugar cane uh, mill. Yeah, like yeah. So he he was uh, he was working on that, and and you know I I don't know the full uh, story behind it, but I guess he stuck his arm in the mill like and, out of curiosity or something yeah, yeah i guess out of like you know as a kid he was six years old and uh it, it ate his arm and it took his arm uh, like most of it and you know i guess you know i don't know how he grew up you know i'm sure he struggled throughout life because of that and, yeah and what you were telling me dude is that like there's no hospitals readily available to you so you guys you were saying that his parents uh just literally gave him a branch to like swat off the flies from the 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 flesh that was coming out right isn't that crazy yeah i mean i don't know how people survive honestly back then brother like uh, it's it's uh Things were crazy. Like I don't know how you would survive or cutting off your arm, and like there's there was like literally no hospitals around to take them to, you know. And uh, so I I honestly don't know the full like story of like how he did it, how how people even did it back then, you know. But uh, people found a way down there, you know. People, yeah. uh, you know, and we were we weren't complete like you know we weren't like savages, you know. We lived our and it was a good little town, you know. But it, it was a small town, but we're surrounded, you know. We're like in the middle of Mexico, but obviously we lived like you know uh, towards the mountains where like you know and um. But yeah, I'm I'm surprised. Uh, I'm not just him. I'm surprised how other people did it when like something happened yeah. to them you know yeah so like you know I, I don't know how he 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 survived that but he didn't just survive i mean this guy i don't know how he did it man but he uh you know he went to mexico city to work he was a vendor right like yeah. he would sell like paletas yeah. and stuff like that he would like sell that. the yeah the uh, you know ice With cream the hand. popsicles one yeah hand, he would sell popsicles to to make money and I guess, well, no, everything back then was cheap, you know, so, but I guess it was hard. It was the same, I guess, you know, it, you know, it was cheap, but everything to get money, it was like, you know, you didn't get paid as much. But uh, he, uh, I guess he made some money. He bought some land and, you know, he started his family, had, uh, you know, his, his kids and, you know, and um, eventually grandkids, it, it, eventually yeah. grandkids, you know, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Um, we got lucky because one, you know, we were when we were born, you know, he yeah. they had that set up for us already. You know, he had his house. You know, I still remember like uh, I guess up to like I was five years old when we first got electricity. Dude, that's crazy yeah. to think about that you guys didn't have electricity for some point, right? Yeah, I mean, we didn't have anything. I mean, it's uh, it's amazing how things are now. You know, we didn't have anything. I remember making um, like candles with the, uh, with diesel. Like you would put diesel inside this. Uh, yeah. And you were a kid at this point, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And then you know, I don't, I don't think I did it, but I, <laughs> I remember my my grandparents doing that, and my mom and everybody. You know, um, but they would put diesel in this in this uh, thing, and they would put like a, a piece of like a rag off of it and and i don't know how they would close it but it would always be on and you know things wouldn't explode you know I, i'm scared of mixed gas you know nowadays you know and it's i don't know how they did it you know but it, it's it's amazing so you you're talking about like some good times there were there any times where it was like tough out there where where you were hungry where where you were scared or the, is there anything that that comes to mind when i say that uh i don't think no i mean for the most part uh at the uh, you know I, I, we're gonna get to it but uh for the most part uh till i was there 
everything was just fine. So, like, obviously, to the end, when, when things got a little bit tough and we had to move over here, but I'll get to it, you know, I'll get to that in just a minute. But, um, honestly, all I, all I can remember, man, was Good fun times. times. Yeah. yeah, there was, I guess, there were scary times, but, uh, it were fun times, but at the same time, scary. We went through like experiences with, uh, my brother, uh, I have, you know, my, my brother that was, um, like a year and a half apart which is kind of yeah. cool we kind of grew t- up together uh they didn't always get along like we would fight and uh i guess to, to this day we're still so different uh but we're still cool you know we're, we're cool we're good brothers and uh but yeah we went through some experiences like um you know when we were riding our horses and and uh you know and we rode like the mules and these crazy animals that made it through like tough terrain uh i remember t- there was times when i got stuck in uh like and and, and uh, when it would rain, like oh, I got stuck mud? in like yeah, kind of mud stuff. Like stuff? it was on um on a trench. Oh, with the, with the, yeah, we were riding a mule, and the mule got stuck in because those those guys were crazy. They go over anything, <laughs> you know. Too, yeah, 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 they went through the it went through the trench, and they got stuck in the trench. And me and my brother were on it, and uh, it was insane. I mean, I don't know. We were crying, trying to get out. I like I'm telling you, I don't know how people were uh, survived just like all that stuff. But it was it was so fun, and I, I mean, I, and we must have been terrified, you know. But. Uh, you know that was just life down there, and it was it was fun because you know you would go home and it was it was you you know your everybody was there. It was like the families were together back then. You know, it's not like now that everyone's like on their phones, uh, everyone separate, everyone you know you know everyone does their own thing over there. It was like everybody was together. You you ate in the morning all together. You you know all that. And yeah, well, traditionally, uh, Mexican culture is collectivist culture, which is when like everyone's usually together, as opposed to American society where it's uh, individualistic culture, and uh, which supports and promotes um, the act of going out on your own. But in Mexico, right, uh, it's like a family for life. Like that that's that's the cycle. You live in the same house, blah blah blah. You take care of the, your parents later on. It, that's really interesting. But I did want to touch on other things, and and I. Did I did want to say um the animals out there are pretty crazy too right you guys have armadillos you guys have like scorpions that i believe it's they're either the word venomous or poisonous or one of the they, i think venomous right they have venom in their the, yeah the sting. yeah the sting yeah they, uh, those those guys are pretty have you crazy. ever been stung yeah a couple times i got stung and i almost died off of them because back then they didn't have uh, now there's the they sell all the uh like antidote an, or yeah, whatever an, antibody the antibody, whatever. yeah the uh you know and um but now, yeah, back then they, they didn't. So I was like me, like, and I think it, you know, a lot of kids almost died because of that. Um, Crazy. Are there any snakes over there or anything else besides uh, there, scorpions? There, there is snakes. I don't remember being like uh, afraid of like I was afraid of of snakes, but like not like here. You know, right here you're like, oh, watch out for rattlesnakes or yeah. you know. But over there it's like there were snakes, but no, you wouldn't really fear them. You know, you would just. People were super smart, you know, right? You, there's, you're there's, living with them. You're living among smart, them, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you just like you hear like people in Africa and stuff like that. You, I don't know. People are just they're, they're, you're born with that awareness of like stuff, you know, or other, uh, you know. Otherwise, you know that you're gonna get screwed over by something, you know. So exactly, you're like. Let me tell you about this. Like, um, like the horses, you know. People, if like here, you would be uh, afraid to even touch or get close to a horse. Over there, we did everything, you know, I would stand on the horse, I would, you know, I would go under the horse, no fear whatsoever, uh, you know, you were just born like that, you're, you know, you're, or you're raised like that, and, um, 
you know, and that's super different. I don't know how it is in the city, but I know in America, right? Like you, you train to do these things with horses, but over there, like, especially in the mountains where you're from, like, you're not trained. Like you're literally just like having this like experience with this animal. Right. And it's kind of funny. Like I'm sure the animal's like, what the heck? And then you're just like bouncing on it as a kid. It's kind of random. Yeah, no, it's, it's, uh, you know, as far as I can remember, like with the, uh, with yeah, with the cows and all that too. That so, I think I was afraid of. Uh, I wasn't afraid of the cows, but I was. Uh, so when my uncle would milk the cows, right? Um, so we would help with all that, but uh, we would help to put the, you know, separate the cows from the, the moms, and uh, so the next day we'll make the before we went to school, we would help milk uh, the cows. I would hold the bucket under the, you know, under the cow. And uh, when my, you know, I was a little afraid because the cow would kick over there, like, um, the, you know, they kick up and they'll knock the bucket off of, off, you know, out of your hands. And um, I was kind of, I remember that. I, was, I remember, I guess, being scared of that. But um, I was so afraid always that uh, the cow was gonna kick me, and I was so like hesitant to even stand, like, sit right there, like, or you know, uh, just hold the bucket right there. That uh, my uncle kind of just got tired, and he's like, uh, he kind of just pulled us under the cow, and I, I was, I was pretty. I mean, it was like, I mean, if you did that here, you would, you know, everyone would flip out, like, oh, you're gonna traumatize that kid and over there. I mean, and it was a different time too, but yeah, yeah I mean, Mexico, got, regardless, I, I yeah. guess you would get traumatized too, but yeah, I mean, that's just you, the culture over there. Yeah, that's yeah, life exactly. over there. You know, yeah. you, either you get with it or or you, you like you don't eat or you yeah. know, dude, and it's crazy because you guys literally make everything there. You make your tortillas. Uh, um, also, you make you guys would make cheese, not you, but I'm assuming your mother would make cheese, right? Everything was handmade over there. Yeah, everything was. Uh, I mean. I still miss it. I still miss the flour tortillas that they would make. They're not like these flour tortillas, man. <laughs> the uh, those, those were <laughs> those were uh, some good flour tortillas that they would make. And I remember we used to dip those. The, we were we would dip the flour tortillas in the coffee, and they had this just delicious flavor that like no you wouldn't you know you can't even compare it to any like you can't compare it to anything here that even the 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 regular tortillas had different flavor i mean yeah we grew our beans we you know we uh made our own beans we made you know we did uh the corn right so you would boil the corn with uh I don't know what the hell they put in there, but you know, you would uh, do all that, and then you would make your tortillas off of that. You would, you have a uh, a hand, uh, you know, hand mill that you would spin the handle, and then the the dough would come in the in the bottom of it uh, would come out, and um, yeah, it was just everything was from like scratch. You know, you would have to deal do everything from scratch, and yeah. and that's what I mean. Uh, it's it's funny because I I hear now like you know Mexico's like full of obesity which may, maybe it's true in the city but yeah like over there people lived long long times and uh, like a long time and healthy you know people were skinny you know and you never saw anybody kind of fat you know I guess there was, there were some that were chunky but no not you know they were healthy you know because they ate but they ate tortillas they ate all the all this carbs but out, yeah. but but they did all this walking you know every everywhere you went was like either walking or on your horse yeah. the cars came in later on and no one really had a car because or a truck because it, they were expensive yeah man so these sound like good times but unfortunately as you told me earlier those didn't last right uh in this started with the murder of your grandfather right 
Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, uh, you know, like I said, I could go on. I have like millions of stories, like of that when I was down there, you know, and um, I could go on forever, man. Because I, I remember like just those ten years felt like you know, like half of my lifetime, you know, just. Um, and uh, you and know, how did like it make said, you feel when when your grandfather was murdered? Like, what what was the immediate reaction within well, you and your family? What I was must, the? I must have been like. I would say like eight and a half years old um, Did you know when what that was going happened. On? No, no. So I mean, I didn't know. You know, obviously as a kid, you don't know the problems. Or like, I guess we didn't have problems, you know. But um, because of my my uh, my, uh, my grandfather having like all this land, people there were certain people that didn't like him. So eventually, you know, uh, one day uh, he got murdered, and um, like I said, I didn't know what was going on. My I went, uh, we were spending the night at my, at my grandma's, uh, parents' house one night, and the next day, uh, uh I woke up, and she wasn't there, and it's like, uh, I'm just gonna tell you, like, a funny story off of that, like, I used to, I don't know why, when I was a little kid, I used to grab people's ears, I mean, I still do, I guess, sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, like, uh, as a, as a little kid, I would grab my grandma's ears. Yeah, so like every a comfort. Time, yeah, 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 I don't know why, but, I mean, I just, I just did, bro, uh, and I, one day, one, like, uh, every time I wake up, I'd be grabbing my grandma's ears, and, uh, that, that day, I woke up, and I was grabbing my, supposedly, I was grabbing my grandma's ear, and I was getting my hand slapped, all, you know, and I was like, what the hell? It, you know, because my grandma wouldn't slap my hand when I grabbed her ear, yeah. you know. And, uh, yeah, the, well, the, you know, short, uh, long story short, you know, um, I woke up and it wasn't my grandma. You know, <laughs> I went, me and my brother went to sleep with my grandma. And then the next morning it was my, my great grandma. And she just, uh, I remember getting in a truck and then uh, they took us home where my grandmother was already with a bunch of people and then she pulled us outside and then said uh your grandpa got killed and uh i mean honestly i don't remember my reaction i don't i can't lie to say that i felt like how i felt back then because i i was i mean i was i was a little kid i don't really remember but from then on you know life started changing and uh you know things weren't as 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 you know colorful as as they were yeah and and around a year later you mentioned your grandmother passed away right yeah did you remember so that it's the, it's yeah I, I remember that a little bit more clearly because uh you were older I, I felt like after my grandpa died like you know i, I guess it opened our eyes and everything everything sense. changed yeah. everything changed so much uh so after like about a year later um that my gra my grandpa got murdered um my grandma uh was in a car accident with uh you know her son my, my uncle that was driving you know and over there you you start driving at a very young age you know he must have been he was 13 years old uh and they went off a cliff right because there, there's like it's a one road system it's, it's, right and yeah. it's next to the mountain so if you mess up and you go over that that mountain you're you're done yeah yeah so over there you know like it's not like here they put a railing on the side <laughs> yeah. you know over there like there's i mean i you know obviously where we live there's there's certain uh roads that don't have that that you could go off cliffs i guess yeah. but over there you know there's there was it was a dirt road that uh in my time there were still dirt roads and uh there was a dirt road and um my you know like i said my uncle was driving just i guess the sun was in his eyes and then didn't didn't see and there was you know it's a narrow road and he just went off this cliff and i mean i'm i'm not telling you like it's 25 feet 50 feet this this was like uh hundreds of feet like or you know um yeah so unfortunately my 
your a, grandmother a young, and my, then a young yeah my uh, my grandma uh the thing about that that my uncle so what i asked my uncle uh, what happened uh, and he was the one driving right he was driving so him my grandma and some other lady were in the uh in the front right which was yeah. a single cab and my uncle said that he felt like my grandma grabbed him by the waist and threw him out the truck which is uh you know it's weird because you can't like i mean it's it's how, how can you do that when you're like rolling and then but i guess you know like uh he remembers that so i'm sure that could have happened like but i guess he got out of the truck and then my grandma ended up like getting out i guess because the windows were i think were open and um the truck smashed her unfortunately and uh yeah i don't know how the other kid uh how the kid died i'm sure he I'm sure he got hurt some some somehow really bad and ended up dying. I don't know how old he was, but he must have been like around six years old. And um, yeah, after that, man, I mean, yeah. So after nothing was the same. And you you guys basically had to migrate to America, correct? Uh, yeah. I mean, we still stayed there for quite a while. I mean, um, I remember as uh, since I was two years old, my my father came here and was here for a long time. Would go back and forth, but. Uh, don't remember him too much because he was, you know, since we were young, he wasn't in our lives too much. Yeah. Um, but so, yeah, my mom came here like around, uh, I would say, uh, uh, I don't really remember, but it, I, I think she left us there for like a, like two years. By yourselves, right? By, like your father yourselves. wasn't there and your mother wasn't there to kind of try to provide a better life, right? By sending you guys money. Money, yeah. So so you know she wasn't she wasn't there, and I, to be honest, I don't know how to how I felt about uh, that at the time. But uh, and your grandparents at, had looking, died. So yeah, you were yeah. Alone. I was um, with my dad's. Uh, parents that I did not feel comfortable with, you know, me, neither neither uh, my brother or I, you know, didn't feel comfortable with them. We were uh, there for two weeks. That they, they, my mom left us with them for like with them supposedly to take care of us, and uh, we took off. We, uh, you know, my uncle, my mom's brother was still living in that house and we were kind of we kind of grew up with him you know he's like he's you know he's still we still we're like brothers with him you know he's uh i I think he's like 10 years older than me but um one time we we got out of school and we were talking to him uh we ran into him it's like dude why don't you guys just come back and live with me and help me out with the animals you know and i mean we were little kids, and we we're like, "Hell yeah, let's let's you know, we're gonna come back." So we just we told our grandparents we didn't want to be there anymore, and we took off. Damn. Yeah, we like without even telling my mom. You know, it's, it was, you know, uh, I guess she called my grandparents later and asked about us, and they're like, "Oh, you know, they went, they left with your brother." Um, and you know, my mom kind of just got a laugh out of it, but she's like, "Did you?" You know, she asked us, "Do you guys not?" I was like, "No, we don't feel comfortable there." You know, and uh, you know, they had no animals. They had, so you know, it's the same life, like the same type of lifestyle, but just they weren't so fortunate. They didn't have animals. They didn't have, they didn't have land. They were just, you know, they had a little bit of land, but no animals. You know, it was so boring. <laughs> you know, yeah, and it it, it, not just that. It was just weird, like. Spending your life with somebody and then, like, all of a sudden just go to another town with somebody else. That's it's completely it's, different, too. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there yeah, it, was, it was. It was weird. Uh, it was super weird. And so, you know, we took off of my uncle and then. And at what you say your parents were in America for a year or two. At what point did you 
go over there to meet up with them or how did that yeah yeah so like so after we went my, with my uncle so my yeah my parents were here in the u.s um and um i think we probably spent like about a year year and a half with them um you know and i guess yeah life wasn't the same though for sure life wasn't the same anymore and we came here like about yeah like i said about a year and a half later i was uh, i was like 10 years old about to be 11 i think um and uh, oh man you know it's like everything was different it was uh you know what can i say you you go from like complete freedom like you know no police no no you know basically no government you know we kind of just did everything on our own you know just like back then it wasn't it wasn't still you know now it's still like the same kind of freedom you know um but you know just coming here um it just it, it, it honestly traumatized me man it, it, it really did it traumatized me to the point where i was afraid to go out to the streets and um but i remember going driving with my dad and i was feeling to throw a banana peel out of the car um and my dad freaked out. I was like, no, no, you can't do that here. And I was like, you know, he freaked me out. So I was like, okay, you know. But everything was so, I mean. Dude, it, it's culture shock. That's the term you're I'm looking for, you, man, culture I, I shock. Got, yeah. I got traumatized. I, I can't. I remember my uh, my dad would take uh, my two brothers because, I, you know, I had a brother uh, that was uh, already born here and uh, growing up here. He was, uh, you know, he's, he was really, he was a little kid, you know. And, um, but he would take, um he would take both of my brothers out to the zoo, to to the airport to look at it, like planes, and, and, and I didn't want to go, man. I was afraid. I was afraid of the cops. I was afraid of everybody. You know, the, they were always traumatized as a little kid, like oh, the police, the police. You know, and uh, I mean, obviously, you could you could imagine why. You know, the police. Uh, nothing against them, but uh, you know, people have problems with the police. You know, I. I mean, literally, I, I don't have problems with them because I don't get in trouble anymore, you know. But, um, yeah, I mean, as a little kid, I was I was pretty traumatized by the police and, and, and just going out. I was afraid of, like, other people. I was afraid of other kids. Everything kind of freaked me out. Yeah, I was like, I honestly got traumatized from just that, that big move coming here. And, I mean, I started school... When I was in fifth grade, not knowing any English, I didn't know English. I didn't know anything, bro. Uh, uh, I didn't oh, know what grade was that. Was it like first grade, first, second grade, fifth grade, fifth grade? Fifth grade. Oh yeah. my goodness! I was in fifth grade. And my brother was in third grade. We Were you to, bullied? We went to the same school. No, I wasn't bullied. You know, every every all the kids were so cool, and um, you know, I, I honestly had amazing um, experience. Like I wouldn't. I, I just I had amazing like uh, other um, classmates. You know. Yeah. They were super cool. They didn't really bully me at all. They, uh, I think they were supportive of like, you know, they just, no, they were, I mean, I think they were super nice. I started getting bullied around like seventh grade, but uh, like fifth and sixth grade was just kind of fun. You know, it was still weird. It was super weird, you know, um, but I think I didn't have, besides the first day I almost cried in school, <laughs> the, the rest was uh, really cool. I had a great teacher that went back after a while and kind of thanked them for for everything that he did, you know. Yeah, and and that's school life, right? But home life was pretty crazy for you as well, right? Your your dad was an alcoholic. He was abusive. Uh, was he abusive to you or to your mother, uh, or just like abusive as an alcoholic? So usually, yeah. Is? So going to that, like, um, 
when so we got here from Mexico and then like about seven months I remember less than a year for sure um my dad just uh, completely went to jail for a long time and uh because you know he was he was abusive uh to uh without he didn't get in trouble for that but he was you know he was abusive we didn't have we didn't have we struggled with food because he would take my mom's money to to buy beer dude to buy beer to buy drugs he was like a alcoholic he, you know he used to do coke and uh, i guess he was at a bar one time and just uh did some like fucked up some guys fucking legs and ended up going to i don't know this like you know i don't want to get into the details about that but um he fucked up some guys pretty bad and then um went to jail for like um like three years ended up getting out for like about a month and ended up doing another like three and a half years so pretty much seven years you know we so grew, grew up with yeah, like that grew yeah up, grew up without a father yeah yeah so uh you know um, so what was that like so at that point your mother you have a single mom right and you have you're the oldest brother you have a middle or the middle brother and then the little brother what what is that like what how did that impact I, you I, I almost feel like i always had it harder than uh than my brothers I, I not you know not so much but i feel like i did because i had the other responsibility like i had to take care of my little brother and uh you know everything changed like my dad you know it, i uh, some things changed for the better like uh when my dad went and got it locked up you know my mom started getting a little bit of help from the government i guess and we had m- more food um less stress i remember being stressed when my dad being like a jerk to us and uh so less stress on that part you know but uh life got harder because my mom had to work like like two jobs and and you know she wasn't around so i would take care of um she would leave me in charge of uh of my my brothers you know i was in charge of everybody so you know imagine an uh, 11 year old being in charge of like uh you know like a three-year-old four-year-old uh a three-year-old i guess um and and my other brother my which my other brother's a dumbass you know? <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh yeah i mean it was it was hard for me man it was hard for me um going going through that and you know besides that in school and you know i hit uh junior high junior high man that was a little bit i that was the best time of my life uh here and um but at the same time it was like the you know, a lot of lessons, uh, for sure, you know, like, uh, people started, you know, more kids, more, um, so when I was in fifth grade, there was only one other Mexican kid in my class, you know, a couple of Mexican kids in my school, when junior high, was full of, like, Mexicans and other Mexicans, so, you, you know, you start messing around more, you know, there was definitely more bullies, yeah, people were, uh, trying to bully me, uh, half, I would say half of the year, like you know you get picked on like anybody like other everyone gets like all the like you know the new kids get picked on and then so like i started fighting back man uh you know we started getting in fights i don't know how normal that is now you know i don't know if kids are still getting in fights or getting in fights but back then yeah it was like always uh we call it body shots right everything every, every like all you like you're from like your waist to your chest to your you know under your neck no face you know but um you know, we would fight like that, and people will always try to punch me, and if you don't fight back, then, then you're, you know, it's like jail, if you don't fight back, you're, you're, you know, you're a bitch, and, and people will take advantage of you if you don't, you know, so I, 
you know, it got to a point where I started fighting back. I was scared, but I started fighting back and um, kind of, you know, people start respecting you. Yeah, because and, of that. And life life was hard for you, man. Like for some time, maybe a few months, you and your family were homeless, correct? Like your your mother and you guys were homeless? Uh yeah. So we would go from uh so yeah, once my dad uh went away, so we went from from um one house to another uh and you know, I don't know, like I'm sure my mom struggled uh, quite a lot paying the rent and I guess one time, yeah, we didn't have a place to live, so we went to like a a transition house. Um, that there's, there, I guess they're pretty common everywhere, you know. But um, we went to one of those to try to, and they were trying to help us find a home. But we we lived there for a couple months, you know. Um, yeah, that was another, you know, that was that was complete, you know, um, that completely changed my life. That was another life changing, you know, after getting out of junior high. Which, you know, I was still, I would say, like, what, like, 14, 14 years old. Um, went to high school, you know, and that changed my life uh, more, you know. How did that make you feel, like, being homeless? Uh, to be honest, bro, like, I, I don't, like, I had a fun time in the house, you know. I didn't think about it. I didn't know anything about it, you know. I didn't, I didn't know I was homeless. Yeah. I didn't know. I, I To me, I, I had a house because we lived in the house, so... I didn't know. I didn't know that term even homeless. You know, like, you know, I just went where my mom took us. Yeah. You know, and like, that's that's what you do. So you you go wherever um, you follow. You you know, and you you're still like under your parents' protection. So you go where wherever they go. I didn't feel homeless. I, yeah. You know, even though I was, yeah. but uh, no, I didn't. I never felt like that. You know that. And then those people at that house, they made it feel. They don't make you feel like that. You know, they help you out. And there was other people there. You know, I was that it was. I guess thinking about it, it was a little weird, but I, you know, like I said, I didn't, I didn't feel homeless. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you meet new people. We met, and then I started meeting people there, and um, you know, that was a different city that we went to, and just off of that, you know, like I said, that's when I changed, my life changed even more. I started hanging around with the dumbasses. <laughs> yeah, like kind of you were you started hanging out with uh like gangs, right? Yeah, yeah, I started hanging around with the wrong kids and uh at least knowing them and then I started going to school, you know, in the different in the different city which was like next to the one I lived in, but uh you know, uh like half of the year I was doing great. That that was already I was a freshman already, but I was doing great and then um I don't know how, man, but just I guess not having a dad and not having somebody to correct you, uh, your mo- you know, like I said, my mom wasn't there. I started hanging around with these dumb kids that were, you know, that were in gangs. I got into, I, I got in, you know, I got started hanging around with the gangs, and you know, that's when, like I said, uh, I started getting in trouble with the cops, with school. First of all, with school, you know, it was first I was getting into my grades were horrible. Um, didn't even end the year. The freshman year, I got kicked out um, of, like, a, a good school, you know. I ended up going to a continuation school. And, um, you know, it, it was I was already pretty deep in with the gang. And, you know, you know it was fights, fights happening. Uh, around that time, you know, the another story, you know, uh, my brother was in, getting into that. He was in junior high, but he was already getting hanging out with those idiots, too, you know, and... Um, 
I guess we were starting to get like aggressive, you know, it's kind of like a, like, you know, like a dog, you, you, you start raising them, like to train them to fight and, you know, they, they become very aggressive. It becomes a reality. Yeah. 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 So we, you know, we, me and my brother, like I said, we were kind of getting aggressive. Uh, one time, we, you know, even like around that time when, you know, freshman year, I think it was still, uh, me and my brother got into a fight with each other and this, you know, I didn't want to hurt him, you know, I didn't want to hurt him, he was, my brother was a savage, you know, but, uh, he, he still is, uh, but, um, you know, this guy stabbed me, like, we were fighting, and then this guy, uh, I, I turn around to just walk away, and he follows me with a butter knife, and tries to stab me in the back, but I heard him coming towards me, so I turn around and start, stabs me in the freaking eye, not, like, literally, like, in the eye, but, like, like, like above the face. eyelid, right? Yeah, he's, he's yeah. like he's he was like I said he was going for my back, so I said turn around. He missed my back, but I, he got me like right in the eyelid. So I had like I had to get like I remember I freaked out. I went to the mirror, and my skin was hanging, so it was my eyelid like above my eyelid that was um. But yeah, it was, it was my eyelid, so it was hanging over my eye, and I got super freaked out. And, uh, I think my mom was getting home and. She got freaked out, and you know they took me to the hospital, and uh, I got like 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 six stitches like on top of my eyelid. That's crazy, your own brother, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, he, he just mad. It, it was uh, he was yeah. This guy, like I said, he he was a little bit more angry uh, than me. You know, he was um, hey, you know. Everyone, you stomp, just oh, down there, and then you can hear. Oh, got it. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, he he was um. You know, he was always more hot-headed than me, you know. He didn't give a fuck. He, you know, he just, he was a little bit crazier. Um, even when we fought in the streets with other kids, you know, this guy was... Refused to lose, huh? Yeah, he always fucked people up, to be honest. And uh, I guess he always looked up to me, too, but... Because, um, like, you know, uh, just fighting. Um, I started fighting a lot. I started fighting a lot of kids, and... It was funny, because, uh, you know, in the beginning, you start fighting people, and... Uh, I was scared, you know, I remember my heart pounding all the time, but you get into it, you start getting into it, you start liking kind of, you know, um, now, now, like, the the way I am now, like, the way, I, you know, like, I wish I even, like, knew how to fight more to fuck people up, but, uh, you know, you know, we just, we, I went through those experiences, you know, uh, most of the times I, I either, I didn't lose most of the times, you know, like, I, I probably, I pretty much won most of the times. Uh, which kind of got me respect on the streets. Hey, man. Yeah. And later on, sadly, your your brother that stabbed you and I ended up getting stabbed himself, correct? Yeah, yeah. It was uh, one time that, um, you know, like I said, we were kind of already... You were coming home, right? You yeah, were... we were walking uh, um, a homie to, the, to, the, uh, to another, to his house, and then we were coming back... Um, my brother went through a certain way and I went through a different way. And cause you know, he my like I said, my brother's an idiot. <laughs> um, didn't want to listen to me. So he went his own way and, uh, I had a bike. Luckily I didn't ride it home because or else he would have killed him. But they, you know, the rival gang saw him and, um, went up to him and like, you know, and at the time I, you know, I was, I was like, like I said, I was, um, you know, I was I was crazy. I was you know ang like angry all the damn time. So and at that time you had no fear by that yeah, time, right? Yeah, no fear at all. So I, like you know these kids were going up to my brother, and then I saw that. So I I ran up to them, and I just I was like you know I was like what's up? You know let's 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 go at it, let's one on one. But they pulled out knives and they started stabbing them. Like I said, I had a bike, I had a lock, 
So I grabbed the lock and I hit that one of the guys in in his face. So I'm sure I fucked him up pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But uh, my brother took off. I told him to take off. So as he, as he took off, he flipped the bike on top of me. I'm surprised I didn't get killed. You know, they still went after him. Only one one kid stayed behind and you know tried to fight me, and um, he kicked me in the face. And to be honest, dude, I I didn't even feel that. I didn't adrenaline, feel it, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I swung I swung the lock a few times, and the kid kind of backed off. And and as soon as he backed off, I got up and kind of took off to the street to go home. And and uh, they tried to corner me, but no, I I got away. <laughs> and uh, I went inside, and and you know. I remember my brother was wearing a white shirt and it was complete, like it was almost red from like just all the blood, you know. And um, he was starting to pass out, so I found somebody to take him. I didn't call an ambulance or the cops, you know. You you don't call the cops, you know. So, um, I I found somebody to take him to the hospital with my mom, and then they they did, and you know he he survived. Um, you know, but the cops later on came, you know, and, but, you know, you can't say anything. Yeah, I didn't, you know, I didn't tell them, like, who, I, I knew who did it. You know, I knew, I, at least I knew one of the guys. But, uh, you know, you can't say shit, you know. Um, so, um, and then, so you guys are kind of hanging out with these people and eventually it catches up to you guys, right? You guys end up getting locked up for whatever reason. And yeah. I just want you to kind of talk about your experience in the juvenile hall, and and eventually you get you get moved to the even different states. But just like let's just talk about your experience in the juvenile hall, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, around that time, yeah, we I started getting locked up. My brother started getting locked up in, uh, first, and then you know he's like I said, he he used to be a little bit crazier, and I I started getting locked up uh, to the point where we were both locked up at the same time. You know, uh, like I think like twice. Or like once or twice for sure, and um, you know, like honestly, the first time I went to jail was like that was the juvenile hall. It was it's a trip, it's a trip. You know, I was a little kid, uh, didn't know how to feel. You know, I was a tough kid already with like with the gang and the gang, but still, like in my head, I was still a little kid. You know, I was like sixteen years old, or you know, so it, it was a little fucking traumatizing to go in you know in a room you know like i'm sure you've heard of how jail could be you go in the closet turn off the lights and that's pretend that's jail that's basically it you know you go in, i went into a room because of what i did i i get i didn't think that was so bad what i did but uh they were taking it kind of serious so they wouldn't let me out for like a week and a half and um i was like uh isolated for a week and a half and I, I mean, oh man, that that felt horrible. I was like, you know, asleep and just in my bed like the whole time because that's all you could do, just lay down and chill, yeah. you know. And you know, yeah, it was it was it was scary at first, but then, um, even in there, you know, right there they put you up with like the rival gang and the, everything's kind of under control. Do you have to be cool with like rivals? No, right there we weren't cool with the gang, right? So in juvenile hall, so it, it was uh, you know. Um, when you're older, you, you know, you, yeah, you have to, it's politics after, you know, it gets, politics get to that, but, um, in the juvenile hall, no, we were not cool, you know, we still kind of got into fights, even, like, sometimes, but most of the times we were, you know, we were, they were separated from, like, together, but, you know, they kept in a table, or they, they kept them in a different table, and we kept in a different table, and, um, yeah, but, it, you know, it was once, and then, uh, I the first time I did like a month and a half, I had a good lawyer, and so they, she got me out. Um, then I went back in there. 
um, like 20 days later, like three weeks later, I went, I went, I got locked up again. And that's when my, that's when me and my brother were locked up together. And, uh, I think they got us for the same kind of crap. So for fighting and fucking somebody up with a bat. Um, and at that time, you know, like I said, since I wasn't born here, um, they had just passed a law that, uh, even minors could get deported, so they tried to deport us. <laughs> you know, we were minors, so they they literally can't deport you when you're a minor. So they can't just throw you to TJ. Um, they can't just throw you out to you know out there by yourself. So what they do is try to place you in in different places where in in the country where they where they have houses um, for like immigration houses that you know you wouldn't even think they exist. You know. Um, so they ended up, uh, we, you know, the judge says, okay, you guys are due to be released after like, you know, I think we spent like, I want to say like a month. And, um, so, you know, my mom went to visit us and we were like, she was sad. She was crying. And then I was like, why are you crying? We're getting out tomorrow. She's like, no, you're not getting out tomorrow. They, they put an immigration hold on you. Um, immigration is going to come pick you up. And uh, I think she thought we were going to get kicked out. So she started making all these plans like, oh, you know, go once you get down there, like, you know, someone will even like go see this person or something like that. I, I think I remember. But no, so they can't do that. Right. So they can't just throw you there. So they sent me to from there. They sent us to, you know, to a, a facility. Uh, we went to like two facilities. You know, in two different states, right? Two two different cities first, right? So you go, so we went through to a a, a small facility that was like immigration already. And then um, we went to a bigger facility where, uh, you know, they have all these adults and they placed me. And I don't know how the system works, but they took me first the day before my brother, right? It was weird. So they had me. And hold for like a day before him. So the next day he got there, we were both together. And, you know, I was just seeing, I was like sleeping in a room, like with no bed, nothing. You know, just, it was, it was weird. Um, with all these other adults getting deported. But, uh, you know, like I said, uh, spent a couple of days there. Then they said, uh, they grabbed, a, they, they had a hotel for us, right? After like uh, a few days that I was in the facility, they had a hotel with like, you know, like immigration guarding us a uh, couple uh two two immigration uh officers guarding us uh there was there was my it was me my brother and another friend or homie you know and um that was also going through that also getting deported and um i didn't know what was gonna happen right so it was it was such a weird experience because they Sent us to different because of our crimes, I guess. Oh, because when 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 I got in trouble, like the second time, that I, uh, I I I'm the one that hit the guy with the bat. So I guess my my brother was just like for fighting. So I was more um more dangerous, I guess you would say. So they put me in a in a maximum security like juvenile hall for immigration, you know, Im- like for immigrants. So they sent me to. They sent me to uh, uh, Oregon, you know, uh, you know, they sent me to Oregon to a different state, you know, um, and then they sent my, you know, my brother to a different state, which is uh, Texas. They sent him to Texas, um, you know, and it was, I, I didn't know. They just told me, oh, yeah, your brother's getting sent to Texas. You're getting sent over here. 
Uh, and I was like, you know, I was questioning, like, why, you know, well, why the hell we, you know, and my my homie got sent to Texas, but to a different city, right? My, my, my you know, it was different cities for my brother and, and my buddy. And um, I I didn't understand, you know, and you try to fight with them, but like you can't, you, you tell them, like, you know, I was trying to confront them about it. I was like, well, you know, where the fuck are we, you know? And then, you know, well, you know, they, they put you in your place real, real quick. Um, and um, yeah, they don't, they don't care. They're just like, oh, well, talk to your lawyer or some talk to somebody i'm like you know and obviously we didn't have money to to get a lawyer you know so you talk to like just people that come and talk to you you know you don't know like you know nothing about what's gonna happen in your life so you like i had no idea what, what was gonna happen they flew me out to oregon you know um I was in the airport, like, just like, I guess it was a normal airport, because I remember seeing regular people, and, and I was in handcuffs as a little kid, you know, um, so people were looking at me, like, funny, um, but then I got to this place, this, it was fucking horrible, that was, that was probably one of the, you know, it was, it was fucking horrible there, um, I guess, like, the jail had, um, the jail had, like, um, like a contract with like for the food for what like what uh i guess there's like a like a native americans there so so they they would get food off of them or something i don't know so off like facilities from them and um but all they had was like turkey dude and like fuck they had so much shit with turkey that i didn't most of the stuff i didn't like dude i lost so much fucking weight because i wasn't eating right and i tried to like fake that i didn't like the food or like i tried to say that i didn't i didn't and they told me they, they told me no you can't we can't give you special food Unless you're like sick or something, and I wasn't sick, I was just didn't like the food. But yeah, I lost. I would say like at least ten, fifteen pounds. I remember. Um, I I got light, and um, spent uh I don't know how how long, like a month and a half, two months there. Um, yeah, but it was horrible, man. That and I was I was in my cell. You know, I, I'm still I'm still a little kid, right? You know, like, I would think it was, must have been, like, 16, 17, probably early 17. Um, you know, and I was in my cell through 23 hours and a half. They only brought us out for half an hour to work out. And it was the shittiest fucking time of my life, I guess. You know, um, yeah, I mean, and there, you know, like I said, um, well, let me tell you this first. When I, when I, I was there for a, I was there. My my mom didn't know where I was at. My mom didn't know anything. She just knew that they took us. The immigration took us. And um, she didn't know where I was at. I think my brother had already called her. I think my brother had called her. And I think he might have told her where I was at. But she had no idea what, exactly where I was. You know, he had a little bit more. He had freedom. More freedom than I did, you know. He was in a, he was just placed in a in a home where uh, like immigrant kids, so he was placed with like kids from Guatemala, Honduras, all these random kids from different uh, countries, and um, but it was it was a little bit more um, more relaxed, you know. For me, it was a little bit harder. Um, but yeah, I was there for uh, oh yeah, like I was saying, um, I was there like a week till I was able to get my first phone call. And that day that I got my phone call, obviously my mom was at work, you know, then I called her and uh, I went back, uh, I called, she didn't pick up, I went back to my cell and cried, I was so scared and sad, I just, uh, 
I was a fucking tough gang member, but I went to my fucking cell and cried, dude. Alleged gang member. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, you know, but uh, yeah, I, yeah, it was that that was shitty. But uh, I was, I guess, a couple of days later, I was able to talk to her, and and you know, uh, but yeah, after that, um, I just wanted to share that with you, you know, because that was I I, I consider that like being kind of. A big thing in my last one. Yeah, you know. And how um, do you think that impacted you as as the person you are now? Oh man, it made uh, everything that I everything everything that I went through uh, made me who I am. You know, uh, who I am now. Um, but you know, like I said, uh, let me get let me just uh, tell you real quick how how I how that story ended up. Uh, you know, so I guess one of the service workers ended up getting me and my brother together to to. Um, we got, you know, they, we got moved to a different state, um, but that was, uh, I was, okay, so I was alone for a couple of months, and then they brought my brother there, so, I, and eventually, my mom was able to pick us up, because they couldn't deport us, because we were, we, yeah, but we still had to go to court, you know, back, back home, we still had to go to immigration court, you know. So, your mother brings you back home, right, and what happens after that? Um, we continue, you know, uh, I think I thought in my head, I thought everything was going to be, um, you know, smooth sailing. Yeah. We were going to try to get, uh, not stay out of trouble, but it's hard because it's hard to stay out of trouble when you're going to the same school, you know, the, the best thing would have been for my, for my mom to just move to a different city with, you know, and she had a chance, I guess, but it's hard, man. A it's single hard. mother, right? Single yeah. mothers, like, you know, so we ended up going back to the same school. So we had a little bit more respect because of that in the, in the streets, you know, so in school and streets. Um, so we kept getting in trouble, you know, we kept getting in trouble, um, you know, so to the, to the point where I just, um, you know, after a while, just ended up uh, going back to Mexico for a while. You know, I went back to Mexico for a while. And I was there by just pretty much by myself, you know. My uh, my my mom's uh, sister just lives there, and um, I, I just I was hanging out with them for like a couple months, you know. Till eventually I decided to come back and go on from there, you know. Yeah. And that's when my life changed again, you know. Yeah. yeah. Just for the but better. For the better. For the better. I would say, obviously, yeah. Thanks. Uh, uh. So when I came back, just I didn't. Uh, I was I was able I was older already so so I, I hit eighteen, and uh, I started using my brain man. Uh, my that's just I don't know how it just happened like my brain kind of started working and said it just basically said like what the hell are you doing you know, and just a bunch of people influenced me like and throughout right before you know before I before I went to Mexico you know I met I met a lot of great people that uh, try to help me try to make me realize that. Uh, what I was doing was it wasn't a good thing, you know. And I met a lot of people that, that, you know, you're you'd be surprised. I met a lot of people that didn't judge me. Yeah. And to this day, I I, I wonder. I'm like, you know, because if I see gang members, I'm like, <laughs> you know, it's not like I'm scared of them, but I I want nothing to do with them. Yeah. You know, I want I, I don't want anything to do with the gang member. You know, or like because any, you know the mentality. Sometimes they don't really. Think about other people, and they're willing to do whatever it takes, you right. know. Yeah. So, like, you know, I'm surprised people didn't judge me like that. You know, a lot of people gave me chances. You know, even though the system or or, or all this crap just goes against you, there's there's great people out there that help you out. You know, I had a lot of great help from like from teachers to 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 programs that that have people that would that are willing to help you. You know, and um, 
Yeah, that changed my that that cha- that was a big impact to to me moving getting out of the gangs or you know start stop hanging out with the gang members um and um you know to that it, to start questioning my brain like what am I doing? I'm a, I'm a good I'm a good person. Like why am I fighting people, you know? Why am I fighting for the for the wrong you you know you start like realizing you're fighting for the wrong reasons, you know. First of all, if I wasn't born here and I'm fighting for these, like, the streets or whatever that are not even mine, you know? Yeah. You know, I didn't grow up in, and you know, it's just, I think a lot of it has to do with, like, um, school back then, you know? Like I, I, like I said, I don't know how school is now, but back then, that influenced me a lot to hanging out with, like, you know, it's a big influence, you know? Yeah, like I was telling you, yeah, so so there was a lot of people that, that helped me out and, and, like I said, influenced me to, to kind of... Uh, you know, to the point where I started questioning myself about using my brain. Yeah. And um, once I was able to use my brain, you know, uh, I was like, what the hell am I doing, you know? So I decided, like I said, I decided to go uh, to Mexico for a while. Uh, and, yeah, when I came back, I moved to a different city. Didn't dress like a gang, mem- like a gang member. Didn't act like a gang member. And um, things got better for me, man. You know, I found my wife. Uh, eventually, I had, you know, I have two kids nowadays, you know, and, um, you know, I work hard for, I work hard for them, you know, uh, since I didn't have a dad, I don't want them to, you know, to, to grow up without a dad, and, and they're growing up just fine, man, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm providing for them, um, I'm giving them the opportunities that I didn't have, and um, I'm treating them like, you know, um, like they should be treated. Yeah. Um, and do you regret any of the, your past or do you think it made you the person uh, like that I, you needed to be? Uh, like I said, yeah. So I don't regret, um, you know, obviously, yeah, you think you wish you wouldn't do some things that, uh, that you did, you know, but uh, it's not like, uh, I regret everything. Like I, everything that I did made me who I am today. Yeah. So I guess I wouldn't say I regret it. It just, I, I, I say I learned from it, you know, I learned from all this stuff. Like I, um, so even now, you know, like I said, it made me the person that I am. I'm not an angry person. Like, you know, I don't demonstrate my anger. Like, I'm not like, I'm a happy person, you know. I make people laugh and I, I have good conversations with people. But deep inside me, I mean, I still have, you know, the fighter's still there, you know. If, like, if if it comes down to me protecting my family, yeah, like, I'm still, like, I could get angry. I'm like the Hulk, dude. Like, I, I kid you not. Like, Just I not feel, as big. I feel, <laughs> I feel like the Hulk, you know, like, it, like the Hulk is there, you know. If it needs to come out, it, it will come out, but I try not to, you know. Yeah, I, because I'm like, who you are is a good person inside. Exactly. It, I understand what you're saying. It's just, like, you, you could activate it if you needed to, but, like, who you are inside is, like, person that wants to like spread love and spread like you know joy and happiness right Right, yeah yeah exactly you know i'm i just want you know one of the things that i do is go go work out and i let out my i I take out my anger on the weights you know so it's like because you know there's there's a lot of idiots out there that would try to piss you off but no for the most part like i said um i i live life happily now and and you know i try to uh avoid problems you know even um one of the things that I do even like, you know, I love to go out and dance or like go dancing with my, with my wife, you know, but, uh, there's, there's certain places where you go and, and you know that that might cause problems. So like I avoid sometimes going out to dances or to places where I know that I could get in trouble, you know, yeah. cause 
you start thinking, you know, once you have kids and once you have like a family, you you start thinking different, you know, you're like, now I think I'm like, okay, what if I fuck somebody up, then I'm going to go to jail. Or what if someone fucking fucks me up and breaks my fucking head or kills me, you know, uh, all these scenarios pop in your head, you know, and um, it, it's like... Now I'm like I'm scared that you know that I won't be around for my kids, so I try to I try to avoid anything that um that that will do that you know. So now, like I said, I I um I started getting into um that I I never thought I could do that here, but uh you know I I, I bought a couple horses and um you know for me and my kids and I I live happily with them you know like you know I. I after work, I work, and after work, I go hang out with my horses instead of like, you know, getting trophies. You just mind your business, mind my have business, fun. have yeah. Try to show my kids a little bit of yeah, the ranch discipline life, discipline and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they're not always on their tablets, you know. Yeah. Or, you know, it's um, try to give them a little bit of uh, teach them a little bit of that freedom, you know, that, that you had in Mexico. Had, yeah, exactly. So, um, like I said, life is uh, great now, but. Um, eventually you you gotta make it yourself great you you make life the way you want you know i could have easily gone the wrong chosen the wrong path and kept going um getting in trouble and and all that i could be in jail forever you know or dead yeah but you chose to learn I, from I, your mistakes. I chose to learn from my mistakes and um you know thankfully i'm i'm, I'm here and i you know and um like i said yeah i have my horses and yeah, you're you're uh, you're more than welcome to come by and, and and hang out with me and my horses anytime you want. Yeah, man, don't mind if I do, man. I'm I'm not the best horse rider, but hell yeah. Yeah, you. I mean, I was scared. I was scared when I bought him my first man. To be honest, because I don't remember how to ride a horse. I I remember how to ride a horse, but. These horses are not like these horses are like my horses in Mexico, but on steroids. You know, they're they're not the same. They're they're completely different. You know, but it's once you get it's it's more practice. You get you get into it, and then yeah, like I said, even my kids they love them. So nice, man. Yeah. Um, well, thanks. Thank you so much for sharing your story, man. I really appreciate you being my first guest. I thought that was a really cool experience hearing your upbringing, your like your violent upbringing, your happy upbringing, and then who who. It has made you into today you know that was really really unique you know cool cool yeah thanks for having me here uh i'm glad you know i'm sure i missed a lot of the stuff but uh you know it's that's run. that's it's it's, <laughs> some, it's some of the stuff that i went through and uh you know like i said yeah you choose you choose who you want to you know eventually you get to a point where you, you choose whether whether you want to be uh you want to be in the in the right uh road on the wrong road you yeah. know and then you know so I guess you could you could have a, you could have a choice of whether you want to stay uh, you know you, you want to stay out of jail or or, or you want to you know you want to go the wrong way. Yeah, hell yeah. Well, thank you, man. I really appreciate it. Cool, man. Thank you for All having right. me. All of right. course.